You're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. Thank you for joining me today. This is a special bonus episode of Take It Personally. And today I'm talking with Courtney Lenz, who is my personal accountant, and she um, she runs Numbers and Such Accounting. And she's here today to talk, to talk all about the small business stimulus package and the different loans and grants that are available with that and what they mean for small business owners. There's been a ton of chatter in the community um, lately, just the past couple of days and weeks about the SBA loan and the PPP and the EIDL and like all of these acronyms. And there's honestly a lot of confusion out there. And Courtney addresses that head on um, because the reality is things are changing by the minute. Um, She talks about how we had a form available for the PPP that was supposed to, or that began, um, banks began accepting that today. And last night in like the 11th hour, the form was changed. So things are changing minute by minute. Um, so it's important that, you know, you, you realize we recorded this episode Friday, April 3rd at 8.30 a.m., um, but by the time you listen to it, things may be different. So Courtney mentions this in the episode, but make sure that you are looking to reputable sources when you are researching these topics and ultimately get with your business banker and get with a CPA. And if you don't have either of those, get one now because um, they're just, they're going to be swamped. <laughs> um, but make sure that you're talking with people who can look at your financials and help you make an educated decision because it really is going to be different from business to business. But all of that being said, there are options available. Um, all is not lost. And I just thank Courtney so much for being on the podcast today. Um, completely last minute to talk through some of these things. So I hope that this helps. Um, I will admit when we first started talking, probably by about mid-conversation, I was like, oh my gosh, I think I'm more confused than when we started. So grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, take notes. Um, I feel like I feel like by the time the conversation ends, um, there's some clarity, but ultimately it's going to, it's going to vary case to case. And so you really need to talk to the people, people that you've got in your corner to know what to do. Um, what I thought I was going to do last night is very different than what I'm doing today. So, um, if you do have questions, take it to the Facebook group, um, that, will be a a great resource in place for you to ask questions and communicate with other small business owners, um, collaborate, all of those things. But ultimately, I'll say it again, (laughs) CPA, business banker, you guys need to make sure that you're making these decisions with those people. Um, But it's also nice to talk with other people who are kind of in the weeds with you. So um, certainly use the Facebook group and let me know if you've got any questions and I can direct them um, to Courtney too if we need to do that. Lastly, the show notes for this episode are likely going to take a little bit longer than a typical episode because we're cranking this out as fast as we can. So have some patience there, but I will have Courtney's contact information in that, um, in those show notes. So stay tuned for those. Okay, guys, I'm just going to drop you right into this conversation. So I hope it's helpful. Have a great weekend. I keep calling what we're talking about some variation of the SBA loan. What's it actually called? What does it mean? Just kind of run through terminology right now. Okay. So the government literally took this bucket and dumped it on us of all these different options for employers. There are some that I'm not even telling my clients about because they're terrible options, such as like postponing payroll taxes. 
onto another time frame when you're going to be paying the regular payroll taxes and then last year's tax. It's like some of these that aren't even good options. Um, and I get it. The government's trying to find a piece of the puzzle for everybody because everybody fits differently, such as like unemployment. They opened up the floodgates on unemployment and said pretty much anybody can come in and apply. And then all of a sudden they're backing up saying, oh, shoot. Oh, no. Um, let's try other programs to try to get some people off of unemployment and keep them employed working. So with that being said, that's what opened the doors to a couple different programs. Um, the SBA, it's, it's the EIDL loan. That is Economic Injury Disaster Loan. That is a loan that you apply for through the SBA. And everybody that's probably wanted to apply has already applied. It's been open for a week or longer. Um, that one is pretty straightforward, is let's see if what the SBA will approve you for. There's a lot of other little quirks with it. Um, it's kind of like a fallback plan, but it's for people that can't get funding elsewhere. Um, it is a up to 30 year loan. Again, people just think they're going to get 30 years. That's not how this loan works. Actually, it's um, they an analyze you and see what they believe you're capable of uh, for a repayment term. So it's up to 30, not guaranteed 30. Um, and then that's at 3.75%. And so that is a loan. And then when you're filling out the application, there is that $10,000 grant money that you can request. That also has been terrible for us. It says um, it's going to be applicable for $10,000. Even if you're not approved for a loan, you still get the $10,000 grant. Well, when we're looking into it a little bit more, it's saying you can request up to ten. dollars It's not guaranteed you'll get ten. Then the government saying, or the SBA is saying, hey, we're going to fund you within three days. So there's people filling out their applications last week thinking within three days, I'm going to have $10,000 advanced from my loan in my bank. That's not, you know, it's going to be forgiven. I don't have to pay it back. They're so bogged down at the SBA right now. Um, somebody had called and they were like 877th in line. Okay. That is about the same as their processing. So just because you got a confirmation code on Monday, does not mean you got $10,000 in your bank account on Thursday. Um, there are people that have filled out this loan app uh, last week or maybe mid last week, and they still haven't seen any of the money. So anywho, it's a great product, but all of these, just so you know, take time. I don't take the IRS literally. So when they said three days, everyone mm -hmm. of CPAs kind of rolled their eyes like, yeah, okay. That's um, exactly what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, it's not happening. We, we already know it's not happening. Um, so I hate that they put that false hope into people because some people are literal and they will be like, nope, they said three days, it's going to be in there tomorrow. I'm like, good luck. <laughs> um, but so that's the economic disaster or injury, um, economic injury disaster loan. That is a loan that you apply through the SBA website. Um, some questions my clients have had while filling it out is what were my gross receipts? What was my cost of goods sold? Um, just other little tidbits on that, really, uh, that kind of is where people are like, what numbers do I pull? Especially if they're a Schedule C um, and they've got multiple Schedule Cs and they don't know what to do for that. Um, the other one that is kind of in tandem that you're probably kind of collaborating with it because it has the SBA on it is the Paycheck Protection Program. Yes, I've heard tons about this. Tons. <gasps> I want to vomit <laughs> talking about it. This is, this is the one that has taken up CPAs and bankers um, most time. And it is annoying beyond belief because literally they had everything rolled out. They're like, here's a sample app of what's going to be um, 
you know, you fill out, everybody get it prepped and you can file it today, April 3rd. Okay, so all of a sudden this morning, my banker texts me at 8.30, which is literally what, 25 minutes ago and said, there's a new app. We're gonna have to refill out everything. Um, everything's changing last night also. So this week, everyone's under the impression, actually, I just, I'm gonna back up. This program started saying you can get two and a half times your average monthly payroll in a loan, which can convert to a grant if you use it for certain purposes. And we'll get into that in a second, but it started out that whatever you don't use towards those certain purposes is gonna be converted to a 10 year loan that is not at an interest rate higher than 4%. So everyone thought, oh, we'll have 10 years to repay the difference. This week, it got changed to two years repayment at a half percent. Last night, while working, it's still two years repayment, but it went up to 1%. They're like, we're being a little too nice. So the day before this is going to roll out, they are literally changing everything. Wow. Bankers, CPAs, Oh my God, attorneys, we are just, we don't even know what to think. We're just hoping that um, we can kind of give the best guidance. And actually uh, my banker, he's like, I don't wish for this to be over, but he's kind of, we know the funds will dry up within a week uh, because this is a capped out program. And you think, oh geez, billions of dollars. It's not going to go that fast. No, it's going to be gone probably within four business days. Wow. Which leads us to the next problem. So today um, you can apply for this loan if you're a small business. Um, and so you're like, well, who doesn't count? The Schedule Cs, the independent contractors, you guys can't even apply unless you have payroll. You can't apply until next Friday. So if the oh. funds are dried up today with small businesses who, you know, under 500 employees. So we're from the Midwest. We think small employers are like, you know, under 50 employees. No, under 500 employees is like a national small business. And so um, these funds are gonna dry up fast and it's anticipated before next week when our people who really need it, these small businesses who can't work right now, um, don't even get time to apply. So there has been talk already that they're gonna have to go back. Um, but let's see, so those are the programs. Um, that loan, or the program we just talked about, I kind of highlighted. This is the one where everyone just hears free money and wants to jump on it, but it's not for everybody. Um, mm -hmm. Actually, you know, when you talk about it, if your average payroll is only a thousand dollars a month, the max you're going to get is twenty five hundred in this loan, and then you can use it towards applicable things such as payroll or rent or utilities. Um, so it's not the best. So if you have really low payroll and really low net income, I'm not directing my clients towards this product at all. And that's for everybody to determine on their own with their CPAs. Um, but that's something that this whole week we've been saying, I've had all my small business clients calling and asking which one they should be focused on. But this one is taking the most time because it potentially 100% of it can be forgiven. There are a lot of caveats, which I don't know if you're gonna want me to get more in depth later on about the program, but those are the main programs. Paycheck Protection Loan, that is applied through, through your bank. And the SBA's guidance is work with your local bank or who you normally work with. Um, our biggest banks in the United States aren't even ready for this program. And they know the most probably. Chase sent out something to their clients yesterday, all their business clients and said, hey, we're not ready for you to apply on Friday. Sorry, we'll be ready on Monday. So all of these other banks 
that get their applications in first, it is first come first serve on this loan, um, which turns into a grant. I, I, I should call it a program because it's not, it starts out as a loan, um, interest accrues on everything, uh, just like a loan does, except there is potential for the principal and interest to be forgiven if utilized. So, um, not a lot of people are ready for it, but that's the one that everyone's kind of focused on and centered around. And there's that SBA loan that you apply through the SBA. And then, yeah, like unemployment's an option as well. We take that into account when advising clients. Um, and then there's, like I said, there's some other little miscellaneous ones as well. But these were the three biggest, hey, which one should I do in my business? So as a small business, so for, for small business owners, which I'm assuming that's going to be a lot of your clients, what are the best options for us? How do, or how do we determine that? Like, how do we determine what's best for our own business? Literally, you're going to want to talk to your CPA um, because we're going to say, okay, we understand these programs uh, you're operating at, so you can't do unemployment on yourself. So that's out of the picture. So we, we're trying to do it by the process of elimination. Let's look at your monthly payroll. Um, what is two and a half times that amount? Is that going to be more than or is that going to be enough? Because if that's not going to be enough, maybe you need to do the economic injury disaster loan as well um, and try to pair that up. Now, when I say that, you can do the paycheck protection program and the economic injury disaster loan. However, you can't double dip. So whatever you use the funds for from this loan, you can't use for this one. So, and half the time when they say if you started with the EIDL, um, you, when you get check protection program, you'll roll that into it altogether is what they're trying to do. But it's, you just have to talk to your CPA, see which program might be best for you at this time. And I'm not, this is just the beginning of this spool thread because who knows what's going to come in the next month because the other news outlets is saying like our peaks aren't even hitting. So if we all can't get back to full operating capacity till let's say July, and at that it's going to be a slow start. What are we going to do in the meantime? Because this two and a half months of payroll is not necessarily geared towards supporting us that long. So we'll see. I don't know. I don't know what to expect, or I don't want to say that they're coming out with more stuff. But we even saw it on the stimulus checks. Um, the government started with a thousand dollars, and then it went to two twelve hundred dollar payments, and then after that, I literally stopped talking about any of these programs until they were signed into bill because we looked like assholes. I don't know if I can swear on you. You can. You're fine. <laughs> we look like jerks. Um, because we were guiding our clients, getting their hopes up saying, Hey, this is coming down the pipeline. Don't worry. You're going to be taken care of. Then all of a sudden it ended up changing to one payment at $1,200, $500 per kid, um, only under the age of 17. And so after that, I just stopped guiding until things were signed. And even, I mean, yesterday, everyone thought that the paycheck protection program was going to be a half percent. And now all of a sudden it's 1%. So Nobody knows what the heck is going on. And the best we can do is talk to your CPAs. They can put you in the product that, or point you towards the product. We can't put you in one of these, um, point you towards which one to apply to and help you get the reports you need uh, or the numbers you need to fill it out. Okay. So major takeaway is to talk to your CPA. I do want to clarify just some eligibility stuff because a lot of those questions came through. So are you eligible for any of these? A um, couple different things. If you do not have W-2 employees, if you're a sole prop um, or like self-employed who hire contractors, or if you are a business that 
does not hire contractors. Like if you're an LLC, but you're only paying yourself. Okay. So this is where I have been on these forums with all the CPAs trying to figure out the schedule C no pay. Like if you have payroll, it's easy. It's straightforward. Um, it's the schedule C's that don't have payroll that we are so every single one of us, there's no guidance a lot on it. Like you can apply for the paycheck protection program. And this supposedly what happens is they take your net income and they divide that by 12 and times it by the two and a half to get your loan amount. However, how do you get your loans forgiven then? Because like us, um, when we have payroll, we know that our payroll costs, our rent and utilities, you, if you work from home, I mean, they're saying that you can do your reimbursable plan. So like if you have a home office, you know how we put home offices on some businesses, um, like that would be, but sometimes that maxes out at $800. So, okay, you get a loan for 15,000 and you use 800 towards your home office as rent and utilities, then what? Then how do you get the rest forgiven? This is an unanswered question in many CPAs and uh, regard, we, we don't have an answer. It's funny because some of us will put this exact question under these forums and it's literally following, following, following <laughs> and crickets. Nobody can point us in the direction because it's not written anywhere. It's so vague. Um, so I feel terrible leaving you guys out to uh, dry on this, but I don't know. I do not. I will never fake it. <laughs> so I don't know what to tell you. I know how you can get the loan. I just don't know how you can get it forgiven. Sure. That makes sense. That's actually really good to know because I do think that when this all started to roll out, a lot of people were saying, well, there's a really high probability of it getting given or a really high probability of it getting forgiven. And so they were going into it thinking, just think of it as a grant. But I think the responsible thing to do is think of it, like assume it's going to be a loan. And if it's not, yay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, don't get yourself into something that you can't handle later because you're one fish in this sea. And if you're getting mad at the government, literally they don't care. Yeah. Um, so you, you need to make sure that, yeah, you have all of it covered. Like, um, even calculating what the, the amount should be. One of, one of our guidance or like a fact check point, um, for this paycheck protection loan, it says take two and a half months of your recent or 12, um, previous 12 months. Okay. In your mind, you're like, okay, that's April of last year through March of this year. However, all the other guidance has said use average of 2019. So what do you use? Like, there's no clarification because it's all the stuff, all the information is coming straight from the SBA. And we're all, so we're, I, um, a consensus, a consensus we came to last night with CPAs was the application says average of 2019. And actually when I got the new app open this morning, right before we got on here, it says 2019 still. So I don't know, do whatever you're, you're going to talk to your banker on that and whatever they're comfortable with, because they're the ones that you're applying through. They're the ones that have to help approve you and get the whole process started and then help you get everything forgiven. So your banker is kind of the end all be all, but I yesterday convinced a banker he was wrong. So um, they don't know either. All of us yeah. are in the dark. Uh, so we're just going by whatever the application says, which, like I said, is me as of this morning. So if you pre-filled one out, like I did for many clients, we all have to fill them out. You know. Of course. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So is unemployment an option that we should be thinking about then? Yes. And actually, I feel bad not knowing. Um, you know, part of this bill that was signed in last Friday, the government said, we will give you an extra $600 a week 
to apply towards your unemployment. In South Dakota, we max out at $414 of unemployment. So if you're making tons of money, the most you're going to get a week is $414. We max out. Then the government's like, on top of that $414, we will give you $600. And so the government says that, the federal government says that, but each state has to go in and adopt that or else and say they're participating. I have been kind of avoiding the news this week, so I feel bad. I assumed South Dakota would be a part of it. I didn't hear any big news caveats that they were or weren't. Okay. So I, I'm assuming that it would just be, I'm pretty sure there'd be riots <laughs> if they didn't participate. And I don't know why they wouldn't, but the government then, um, the feds gave it to the states to decide to implement or not. So I'm not saying anything with it, um, but there's supposedly, it is an option with it being this economic disaster, it opened up who could apply. Um, so your normal, like as me as an owner of an escort, I normally could not apply. If my business shut down completely and I had no income coming in, I would apply right now. Now it's a 10 week span. And um, let's say that employers are listening right now and they're like, well, I think I need to do this for my employees because we're getting to the point like a restaurant really just can't pay all everything now. They need to close. They've been trying, but they need to close. Well, their employees, if they say, hey, this is um, what you need to do now. Go to the, the unemployment website, Department of Labor website, sign up for unemployment. If they have a letter from the employer saying, hey, this temporary layoff is from um, COVID-19 reasons for our business. It's a temporary layoff. We're only going to be shut down for a period of like 10 weeks because that's how long you can collect the unemployment without having to search for extra work right now. Okay. Technically, if your employer did not lay you off, they just kind of furloughed you. So they say, because um, I was on a, a South Dakota unemployment uh, webinar this last week, they said if you give them that letter, it'll make their process so much easier for applying. So Yes. Um, like, let's say if I completely shut down, technically, I knowing that I'm going to reopen back up, I can go and apply right now as an owner of a business, whereas normally I would not be able to. So I would say consult your Department of Labor's website to see who can apply and who can't. And if it's if it's vague, I know they're bogged down, too, because of all the extras. I think they went up like 350 percent on who's actually filing for unemployment in South Dakota. So I know that they're bogged down. Are there banks that won't be participating, banks, credit unions, whatever, that won't be participating in this? So, <clears throat> yes and no. Um, so the SBA rolled out that you should apply through an existing SBA lender or through a federally insured depository, depository institution. So the FDIC lenders. Before, it wasn't anything to do with the FDIC, but I'm looking at the final fact sheet right now, and they are saying that you can work with them. Some people might choose that they don't want to take on this extra, but yeah, like Farm Credit Services <clears throat> is working on it. Um, it just says consult with your local lender to see if they're participating. So the first thing I did was call my banker and I just said, hey, are you SBA friendly and, they, and are you participating? And he said, yep. And um, now the one thing I'll tell you is they are, many banks are prioritizing. So if you're in the hotel or restaurant industry, they put all their efforts into them first, knowing that they need the biggest bailout. And then they're moving down their list and seeing who would qualify. Um, so like my banker is like, yeah, only about 25% of my clientele I have to even worry about. So the rest of them I know can't qualify for this program. So I don't have to waste my efforts on them. Um, because 
bankers have a lot of work ahead of them. Um, they're pulling nights just like we do right now during tax time. So <clears throat> yeah, um, check with your lender. More than likely they're participating. Then if they're not, then you need to talk to somebody else. And I have seen a lot of those requests on, hey, who do you recommend? You need um, help. Talk to your CPA on that as well. well you kind of touched on this earlier, but does when you apply matter? Absolutely. And that's what's scary about this um, is there's billions of dollars on the line and it is anticipated. Actually, this this prompted a change in the program. Uh, it is anticipated it'll dry up within probably four or five business days for all the funding. So that leaves everybody that hasn't applied yet out, out, out in the water, um, dead in the water. So the thing is, is do we anticipate that they won't call for more funds if they see the need? But one thing they did do is they saw how much everybody was trending on this topic. So it used to just be, hey, as long as you use these funds towards payroll, mortgage interest, rent, utilities, you will get, and certain things within those you know, parameters, um, you will get your loan forgiven. Now, since they know everybody is going to be dying to get in this program, they said you have to use 75% of your forgivable amount on payroll. Before that didn't exist. So technically, if rent was higher than payroll, um, you could use it toward rent. Now, in order to get it forgiven 100%, you need to use 75% of the forgiven amount on does it matter if you have other business debt or if you have a credit line or if you have, and maybe this is more of a banker question? You know, so the Paycheck Protection Loan, I can touch on this. That, they don't care what you've got for the Paycheck Protection Loan. Um, it's based on, you know, the, the stipulations to get it are under 500 employees. It's limited to two and a half of payroll. They don't care what you've got elsewhere. It's been waived that you can't have loans elsewhere. Now, the EIDL loan, that says you must show that you can't get approved for loans elsewhere. Um, and so I don't know how stringent they're being on that. Um, I'm not applying for that. So I wish I was doing my own guinea pig research on it. But I have a bunch of clients that are going to get back to me on um, the process when they get called up in their million spot in line. Um, so I don't know. Um, but... The, Technically, the, the written rules say you must not be able or eligible to receive funding anywhere else. Can you say one more time, how is the amount of the loan calculated? It is two and a half times your average monthly payroll amount. So if your monthly payroll is $10,000 average, um, you take that times two and a half and that's the max your loan can be. However, what is a payroll cost? So it is salary, wages, commissions, obviously the gross amounts of that. And then you have employee benefits. Um, so if you paid vacation out, that still counts as um, towards this. Healthcare benefits, group health. So if you provide group health in your business and you're paying any portion of it, whatever you as an employer pay towards this group health gets to be added as a payroll cost. Um, and then state taxes assessed on compensation, that'd be like your South Dakota unemployment. And so that gets added in. And then um, anything, the other little caveat on this is that if you make over 100000 in an annual period, you need to subtract any wages or a benefits over that 100000 And um, the max per employee is 100000 to be counted. So you take all those, you average it out, you know, for your 2019 tax year. Divide it by, you know, your 
out times by two and a half, and that's your loan. So if your average then was ten thousand a month, you're going to get a twenty-five thousand dollar program amount because it's technically a loan at the one percent payable in two years. However, then okay, so you, this is I guess what thing I haven't talked about is you get this twenty-five thousand, and you have an eight-week period to spend it. You have to spend this. This is the other caveat is that you need to spend this money within eight weeks on payroll, just the same things that calculated payroll, you get to spend it on that, uh, rent and utilities. The other item with this is that you have to have had your rent agreement in place by February 15th of 2020. So um, let's say you just entered a building. I know that you just did something recently. Your lease needs to be dated prior to that date to even get to use the rent as an expense. And utilities, um, I don't have it up right in front of me, but you know, it's your normal utilities. However, there was a, web, a website that had a listing of utilities and transportation was listed in it. So that has still not been confirmed. I don't get it. Um, and I've asked questions on it. Nobody else gets it, but I don't see it anywhere anymore. So they might've taken that out before anybody else got confused. But yeah, your normal utilities. And so if you use all that 25,000 towards that amount and 75% was towards payroll alone, you get the whole 25 grand essentially. So then you wouldn't owe any interest as well. You know, interest does start accruing the first day that you get the loan. But if you get the whole thing forgiven, then you also get the interest forgiven. Got it. So I'm clarifying this again, because I know that the majority of people listening are in this boat, myself included. So if you do not have traditional payroll, if you're either not paying anybody or you're paying 1099 contractors, is that a case of this product probably isn't for you? Or is that what you're saying about like, that's where it gets really murky because we don't know how we're going to get that forgiven. Exactly what you just said on the second time. Okay. Um, Cause pro there are products for you because our workforce or our, I guess a lot of our businesses are made up of these small schedule C businesses that don't run payroll. You guys can kill it by yourselves and you don't have payroll and we haven't converted you over to an S corp yet or anything like that where you need payroll. Um, you still have options. Each of these are options for you. Um, I just don't, I can't advise you on how it's going to get forgiven. Now, granted, the government's not going to put you into this product and let everybody else get it forgiven. And then all of a sudden you're not. So I think that there just needs to be some clarify, clarification on their end. This whole economic issue is proving that you need to work with a third party. Um, I'm not saying me, I'm just saying you need an accountant, you need a CPA, because some of these programs are asking for financials. If you don't do QuickBooks or you don't know how, or you don't have, you know, you just every year, once a year, you sit down and do your books, um, you're going to be struggling right now because a lot of this is going to be show us your, your financials for a year to date, show us your 2019 financials, A, if you don't know what financials are, and B, if you've never had them you're struggling right now. And just knowing that you can pay somebody to help you, this is where we're going to actually be getting a lot of business going forward. Because if this happens again next year, let's say, you're going to already be prepped. Like my clients, I just send them reports straight from QuickBooks and they are ready and rare to go. Um, whereas now you have to go back through and try to compile all your numbers. So it's really, and also I should plug this, that 2020 is not going to be a year where you're going to want to file your own taxes. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, no kidding. 
the changes have only started. Um, Trump has mentioned he wants to make meals and entertainment 100% deductible. Not saying that this is going to happen, but I know that the rest of this year is going to lead to hundreds of more changes, I guarantee you, on what we're doing tax-wise. Um, and also just knowing you can consult with somebody to figure out what is your stimulus check going to be? Because I've had multiple requests where people think that they're going to max out or what do you get if this situation occurs or what, you know, and knowing the way out to file 2019 or not, because 2018, you'll get a check, 2019, you won't. Um, and so A, work with somebody. Um, this is going to just confirm and will make things easier for you down the road. So do you need your 2019 taxes done before you can do any of this? Or can you just like pull from QuickBooks? So actually this is, yeah. So this is, you don't have to have your 2019 taxes done. They say, if you don't have 2019 done, we need your 2019 financials. Okay. Um, to me, they kind of go hand in hand in essence. I mean, normally if you have your financials then the rest is like easy tax documents or whatnot, but it's not always the case. Sometimes there's reasons why we hold out on filing. Um, so that would be one thing is you don't need the tax return done, but you do need your financials. And what if you don't have financials? Exactly. Then, and, and this is a first come first serve loan uh, or program that people want to be a part of. You just, if there's no time to be left behind on this so right now, you need a CPA in your corner. How does this affect um, the like annual tax deadlines and sales tax and um, quarterly payments and like all of that crap? Like, when are we expected to do that now? Uh, you know what? You live in South Dakota, so sales tax, no forgiveness. <laughs> they are ruthless. Um, other taxes, okay? So sales tax. Don't mess with it. They, they said they didn't even push Marches or well, February's due in March when we are all kind of getting into this. They wouldn't even push that. I don't foresee the, the South Dakota Department of Revenue pushing anything. Um, that's how our state kind of thrives. And so I think, and also it's never our money anyways. It's an in and out. So we might as well get rid of it. So they're not willing to push their deadlines. And technically, I agree that they should because it's, again, not our money. It's We're just a middleman holding it. Um, so that's sales tax, uh, unemployment tax. I have not seen like when you're doing payroll, so payroll taxes in general, I have not seen any pushing for like South Dakota unemployment, which usually I, yeah, I haven't seen anything. And right now they should have announced it already because quarter ended on Tuesday. So we have to have everything filed and paid by the end of the month. Again, I haven't seen any let up on that. Um, also with everybody filing for unemployment, it's probably best that we just keep paying it. Um, payroll taxes. This one is tricky. It depends if your CPA has guided you to postpone paying them because technically you can take your payroll taxes over a certain period and pay half at, in December of 2021 and half in December of 2022. And because of hard times right now, but my philosophy is, is you're going to already be paying your regular payroll tax at that time. So do you really want to double pay almost, um, and also you have to remember it later on down the road. There's no penalties or interest to do it. Um, they're allowing it just to give you cash flow right now. I am not advising it. Income tax, it did get pushed. The filing deadline got pushed to July 15th and the paying deadline got pushed till July 15th. That means from April 15th through July 15th, there'll be no penalties or interest on paying. Does that change much? Not really, um, except for paying. So like in my mindset or the all Americans mindset, it's always been April 15th. So if you're going to try to take an 
you know, an April 15th filer and try to tell them they don't file till July, it's there. They don't, they don't want it. And also some of these programs want their 2019 tax returns done so that you can figure things out. So technically I think I have like 115 tax returns left. There, there, nobody, I mean, I have like 20 that usually push off maybe until October, but the rest of them still want April. Then it leads into estimated tax payments, um, which, yeah, so normally you would file estimated tax payments on April 15, June 15, September 15, and January 15. I think the latest thing I saw was that um, you can hold off until October 15 in general and then make a payment, but that still needs to compensate. I mean, you're not going to have penalties and interest for not paying through October, um, like you normally would for not paying, but you still need to pay the amount that might be due because after that, you might run into issues. So then there's only two estimated tax payments this year, um, October 15 and January 15. If your business is still going and kicking, you might as well just do your quarterly payments. Um, some people view it as I don't want to pay 10,000 in October. I'd rather pay, you know, the 3,300 every quarter because it's smaller chunks. I have a lot of clients that like smaller chunks versus one big chunk. Um, it's all about money management. So it's whatever you prefer. Okay, cool. That's helpful. I think that's it, Courtney. I mean, I think that that really answers all the questions that came through. Well, and there's a thousand million other questions that could be answered. It's literally the main guidance is talk with your banker, work with your CPA, figure out where the holes are in your business and correct it now so that if this happens again, because this is just one time. I mean, look at, we've had three bailouts since what, 2000? Get with a CPA, get with a business banker, get your stuff in order. Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. If you're a regular listener, you might already know that some of the best conversations actually happen after the show. Head over to Facebook and search Take It Personally podcast to join our private Facebook group and join the conversation. We'll also put the link in the show notes. And if you haven't already, would you head over to iTunes and leave us a review? This is the best way to let other people know about the show and help us to keep creating content you love. You can also head to takeitpersonallypodcast.com for all the show notes from today's episode and past episodes. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week.